Shalom Aleichem. When the Rebbe shared this Farringen originally, it was on Parshas Tvarim. Um, the Rebbe in that year, Tavshin Lamed Vav, was starting really the campaign that during the three weeks, we learn Hilchus Beis Abchira. And the Rebbe went Hilchus Beis Abchira, Halacha by Halacha. And in this Shabbos, Shabbos Parshas Tvarim, he went on the second Halacha. Now, in the edited version of the Sikha, he doesn't get, you know, that soon, he doesn't really get into that halacha. Um, you know, he's Dalid, etc., and then he explores a more ches, but at the, when the Rebbe said the fabric, it was really based on that. So let's learn that halacha in Rambam um, with a little insight, a historical context. What does the Rambam say? The Rambam says the following, Kivin shenichnesu when the Jewish people arrived into Eretz Yisrael, Hamidu Hamishkan Vagilgal, they set up the Mishkan in Gilgal. Now, it seems to be at least a different opinions if it's the same Gilgal that they arrived, that they came in with Eretz Yisrael right away, or it was a different Gilgal not too far away. But the point is, Yeshua came in with Am Yisrael to Eretz Yisrael a month after Moshe Rabbeinu passed away. Moshe Rabbeinu was nostalgic on Zion Adar, and then they waited for Shleishim, and then Yeshua sent the spies, and then the next day they came into Eretz Yisrael on Yud Nisan, the year 2488 of creation. And for the next 14 years, there was the conquering and the division and during this time, the English was the Mishkan was in Gilgal. Then they divided Eretz Yisrael, etc., and they settled in a place called Shiloi, which is in the territory of Ephraim, I believe. Um, that's why Yosef cried on Benjamin's neck, and Benjamin cried on Yosef's neck because they were crying on the on the Mishkan and on the Bat and over there, they built a structure of stone, the walls, not the roof. And then they covered it with all the ureas that they had, all the coverings, the animal coverings they had. And they didn't have a roof. How long did it last? It lasted 369 years. 369, an easy number to remember. Now, what happened during these 369 years? From the, after the passing of Yeshua, Yeshua didn't pass away long after the story of the division. We have Asniel ben Knaz, we have all the shoiftim, the judges of the times. Um, my favorite is Ifzan, of course, and uh, you have Shimshon, and you have Yiftach, and you have all the characters and the terrible stories of Pilegesh Pagiva and the whole chaos that we read in the Sefer of Shoiftim. We also read about that era in the book of Rus and the beginning of the book of Shmuel. Now, Shmuel Anavi, remember he was born by a miracle. His mother Hannah comes crying and she promises she'll dedicate her son to the service of Hashem. So at a young age, Shmuel comes and starts working by Eli. Eli is the final Kayin Gadol of the Mishkan Shiloi era. He was an old man at this stage. Now, the Tanakh tells us at the beginning of Sefer Shmuel that 
Shmuel's two sons, Chafni and Pinchas, were corrupt in some way, different is how bad their sins were, and they were punished by Hashem that they were going to die young, etc., with other stuff. And in a terrible battle that takes place with the Plishtim, Chafni and Pinchas are killed. The information comes back to um, Shmuel, and Shmuel falls back on his chair, breaks his, neck, his spine, and dies as well. And also, I think it was Chafni's wife, who was having a child, who was in labor, died from the grief, and she gave birth to a son um, who did survive, but it was a terrible, terrible day. To make matters worse, the Plishtim took the Arna Kedish as well. Fine. So eventually the Plishtim returned the Arna Kedish because they tried to move it across the various provinces. They owned five different provinces that they were like majorly in, and each province that they brought it to it caused huge issues, hemorrhoids and sickness and death was chaotic. Eventually they returned it to Am Yisrael. Am Yisrael brings it to one place, it didn't settle so well, then they bring it to another place and they settle it in Kiryas Yarin. And they build the Mishkan, they rebuild the Mishkan, but in a place called Noiv, but over here it's without the Aran HaKadosh. Like the Rebbe writes, Chachdad Aran is dark nitkeven, was just a big In other words, it wasn't the full function of the Besamikdash, the Mishkan. Interesting. I mean, the Bayesheni also didn't have the Aran HaKadosh, but the Aran HaKadosh was deep in the ground. Over here, it was in a totally different locale. Fine. Now, Noivosa doesn't have a great story. Remember the story in Shmuel, the story of Shaul HaMelech chasing David. And David Amalek is rumored to have been fed, fed by Noiv. And Doeg Ademi comes and gives the reports that David Amalek was fed by Noiv Yerakainim. And what does Shaul do? He kills the whole city. And then the, the base of English is destroyed. And this is all in the, towards the end of Shmuel's life. So Shmuel witnesses, at his younger years, he, he witnesses the destruction of Mishkan Shiloi. Then he was, witnesses the destruction of Mishkan Naiv. And finally, it settles in a place called Givon. And Givon, it pretty much lasts the whole era of David Amelech's reign as the, the home, uh, as the king of Amisrael, and the beginning of Shola Amelech's reign till it settles fully down. So that's really the history of the Mishkan, from Mishkan Moshe to Gilgal to Shiloi to Noiv to Gibbon. There are some people who believe that they know exactly in Shiloi where it is. There's other people that disagree, but we know where the area of Shiloi is in Eretz Yisrael. So that's the, the short history, which I think offers context to the story that part of the story that the Rebbe is exploring in the Sikha. Interest, interesting in footnote 48, the Rebbe is talking about to, in order to build the Mishkans and the, the towns around them, did you need a king? And the Rebbe shows a proof from the Gemara and Zvachim that Shmuel was a king, and then there was a year where Shaul and Shmuel were king together. And Givain was built, the Rebbe says, either through Shaul or David, or according to other opinions, even Shmuel. You had to have a melech that set it up. Moshe was a melech, etc. So yeah, that's the history of the Mishkan. Obviously, then there's the history of the Beis Hamikdash, which is not really what's so much explored in this sicha, but rather the history of the Mishkanists.